Um, this is the next episode of a right off the bat online series. Today we still have Chili here with us, and we are recording the second episode with Sugoi's question of what is happiness. So, yeah, let's go. Uh, so Chili, what what do you think um happiness is to you? <laughs> what is happiness? Yeah, to uh, you. Yeah, what really is me. happiness. Yeah. Well, that's a very it. It looks simple, you know. As as I was saying, um, it looks a simple question. Like you say, if you are happy, you're in the moment. You have this excitement, the adrenaline is up, mm-hmm. and I mean, it it you should be like feeling good mentally, physically, emotionally. Like if you buy something, you feel happy. You eat like a. The food that you like, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, you can say you're happy, but it depends also uh, on how you look at things in life. Like if it's just a simple question, are you happy? Yeah, I feel happy because you know I'm traveling next the next day, or you are uh, you're just happy, you're just chilling, or there there is like a follow up question: Why are you happy? <laughs> That's another, another thing I think. Mm-hmm. But if you Google it, you know, happiness is an emotional state where you feel joy, satisfaction, if you're contented or fulfilled. And if you look at those words attached to it, like uh, it becomes different, right? Like uh, it's so hard now to answer if what is happiness. So, mm-hmm. I mean. How do you look at it as a word? Like what is happiness? What exactly yeah. is? Okay, do you feel happiness is something more long term, compared to just by you know the basis of using happy? Like, oh, do you feel uh, happiness is something more long term? I, I yeah, I think it is something more long term. I mean, initially, if someone would ask me about it, yes, that would be long term. But at the same time, if they just casually Mm-hmm. Ask about it. They're not actually asking how happy you are. Just happiness. Then, right in the moment, you would think, "Are you happy?" Like that. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, what is happiness? It's not about you. <laughs> it's just, it's just literally what you think about it. Yeah, correct. Okay, I feel this might be very a little counterintuitive, and I'm just gonna take a swing at this, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I feel that happiness we would never. Reach happiness. In a way, bear with me here for a bit. I feel that hap- we we are we we can be happy, but then again, you know, like human, right? We always have this this thinking where something is not enough, or something you know is lacking, or like that there is something that we think it can be better. So it doesn't really have to be something that upsets us. It's just that we constantly find. I mean, humans. We some we are always meant to look at the glass half full. We we are half empty. Sorry, we are meant to look for, look out for imperfection. Then yeah. I, I believe that's how like you know as human we evolve and then we make improvement. We you know we make things better. But then again, it's also because of um, aspects like this. I feel that it it makes us harder to, to, grasp. The, the concept of happiness 
because I feel that happiness is it can be very abstract so for example um, in one of like my episode I was talking a bit about you know just to share about how like I feel to argue on the side of people who are more materialistic I feel that they are happier than people who you know try to live a life because compared to um, this person right say I am happy if I own maybe two cars versus like I want someone who understands me the the latter is so much more abstract compared to you know owning two cars because two cars is very easy like it could be you know the challenge could be maybe what brand and the price and then you know like earning the money for like the car but whereas having someone who understands you there are a lot of people who have spouse partners but they do still feel alone sometimes or like they do still feel have like times where they feel like no one understands them so are they actually happy so it's maybe perhaps happiness is actually a very minute state a minute fleeting state we can never ever like you know get hold of but do only experience briefly when we are perhaps uh, content or when we reach a certain goal it's the same you know like it's the same same thing i feel as like you know like when you're buying something you kind of build up happiness when you're looking for it when you're reading reviews comparing where your mind shows that you're about to own this new thing with a novelty or like you know the latest iphone beat anything and then when you start buying it you have that you know like that rush of euphoria when you make that purchase and then I think while waiting for the thing to come and then when the thing came yeah you feel happy and then after it just kind of like dies down yeah and then you're just you know looking for that next thing again so yeah that's my somewhat awkward take on happiness to share yeah <laughs> so yeah what do you think of <laughs> no no I mean I, I was actually listening sorry I mean yeah, sorry, I sorry. feel like I feel like if you look at people, I mean, people by nature is tends to be not contented. There's always something new to be excited about, and that's not bad because it's it's human nature, you know. That's why they say if you're if you're that old, like you're you're a senior already, you get to tend to be contented in those things. And there are some people that reach that level, and. Uh, a very young age mm-hmm. you know like the, the feeling of satisfaction but I I'm, I have never met people like that at a younger age you know it's always the old people <laughs> I'm sorry old people <laughs> I'm calling you old <laughs> uh, but no, don't, don't say that don't yeah say but that. that's true right I mean if you if you feel fulfilled it's the matter of feeling and it's you're right as well that it's very abstract if you look at it yeah i feel it is because i think happiness maybe we are also always in that stage where okay there's this kind of like philosophical thinking where that we are always in a state of like identifying and we can never fully identify ourselves in our present state because we always you know have to collect data right and then yeah. we can only like make a conclusion after we have enough data or we have gathered enough data you know for our brain and it's always a lot towards like um we 
we always can only make decisions or make conclusion or even think or how we should act after everything is over so because of that when we identify ourselves it might be too late because we our, our state of mind may be different from you know how it was back then it's just kind of like something that uh, was being shared yeah about how like uh we we can never i think it's also a bit on how you know we can never fully understand ourselves yeah if it makes sense yeah yeah it it does make sense a bit mm-hmm. but you know there are I mean, by research, there are like levels of happiness. Mm-mm. Have you heard about it? Like, uh, would you like to share with us? Yeah, like uh, one is like you feel happy because it's from a from a pleasure or gratification, and then the second one is like embodiment of of something like strengths and virtues. And the other one is uh, meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe what what are some of the examples you can share? Um, uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, it's um, okay. I, I think it's it, it's really it is definitely not easy because especially like when we are doing this like live, right? It's, yeah. They are really like bound to have times where we really have to think about it because. We are kind of running this without a script, without even without a general direction. So it's really hard to. I mean, especially when we are talking about topics that are a bit more heavy, compared to yeah. you know um any ca- you know like compared to a casual conversation. Yeah. So, well. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, this one is actually like uh way way back. You know, if you if you delve into psychology a bit and okay. those three is actually each kind of happiness is linked to a positive emotion um, that you can see that in every stage every person have a progression in life like the first type is just linked to a certain gratification like if you buy something or if you were praised at work that that one you feel happy about it for a moment Yeah, and if you have like reached a certain status in life, you got promoted or you were recognized at the same time. Uh, kind of the same, but you feel like you are you are strong. You became you became this person that you like to. Or if you are going to the gym and trying to achieve like the body that you want, and you achieve it. Yeah, I'm like setting an example. You feel happy about it, but I think the third one is the hard part because you know it's the purpose in life, and it's kind of deep. I mean, for me, I still I'm still on not on that level. I think mm. that's the long term happiness for everyone. Like, uh, have you found your purpose in life? Wow, that's so deep. <laughs> I I think okay. <laughs> Ha- okay, have you ever felt close to that? Um, like not really uh, finding a purpose. It can be anything. Cause I, cause I thought, I thought I found one, but uh, let's. Well, I, 
just to give context, I thought mm-hmm. I w- my my education is my purpose. I thought I would be working as a nurse in the hospital, but my work right now is very different from that path. So I feel like I diverted from my purpose. But right now I feel like oh maybe that's not really my calling, you know, compared mm-hmm. to what I'm doing right now. And then there are lo- there are, there is a lot of things that you 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 find out there that you were interested that you never really thought you were interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think the first and second uh, type of happiness is is okay for me. I was able to at least experience it, but the purpose it's kind of hard to still answer that for me. How about mm-hmm. you? <laughs> okay, I feel like the the more like, you know, the maybe the less abstract, I mean in my own concept um it's like, you know, like the whole, you know, going to gym or having something more tangible that we can use to determine our state of happiness or mm-hmm. uh reaching a certain standard we set for ourselves i think it's not as difficult but then again like the whole purpose it's a whole different ball game because a lot of people i mean the thing is is a is a very open world concept we've been discussed like what is your purpose because the world's so big and how do we determine where we want to fit in that's like that's like one of the thing that I feel uh I feel could be hard and and like we would never know like if this is something that we uh this is something that we make us feel like purposeful because um I I do go through phase where I feel um depressed I feel like uh life is meaningless. I think the first time I really really felt that was when I had my first breakup. Um I was in a long relationship. We were together for yeah. 10 years and uh we grew up together. So I met her when I was in high school. So we were together for like a, a good 10 years. And mm-hmm. I thought this person is going to be my wife. Yeah. I thought she is Yai Miko but she's actually cursing. <laughs> wow. She <laughs> <laughs> just just want to lighten up the mood man. She just want to lighten up that for a bit. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why cursing? Is cursing that the wife who wanted to cursing cursing make me lose 50 50. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but on and this side, right? Uh Yeah, we we broke up, and I well, I mean, I've never cried so hard before, and and then I thought like you know. I felt, oh, I I don't have a reason to exist anymore because like, if I'm not there to make her happy, mm. or if I'm not needed, you know, to love her or to make her happy, then why am I here for? I. I was thrown into a really really weird space, hate space. And like yeah. I I don't know what else to do with my life honestly. I was uh, drifting around a lot. And I think that's also where because I feel like there's no purpose, I kind of just want to like 
count my days and on a very uh, a more trigger warning or just you know like slowly you know embark on my journey to death it's and then I feel like there's yeah there's a lot of things I don't understand on the other hand as well because uh, well I, I broke up and I don't know what else to do right and I feel so lost on another and on another hand you know like I feel so lost and yeah. it's just yeah the the whole lack of purpose because it's a very interesting thing it's something very interesting that you brought up because uh, I feel that purpose is something that we don't really get to we don't really get to say or talk about a lot yeah. you, you get what I mean and yes. and like recently like uh, one of my friends he actually mentioned you know mentioned that word as well purpose he said that like he, he has never seen me see me so driven before and he said like uh, I'm very different when if I have a purpose so one of the reasons why I'm working a lot harder is because like I need to start paying for things in the house I need to start like you know I'm taking care of my family and I think that kind of gave me some sort of purpose to really work towards things and back then I've never thought I would be attached or I would like material things like money or things like that like even now like I would say like I'm more materialistic but it's a lot towards like giving my family a comfortable life like oh I want to be well to do enough so I can like buy my family the things that they need or like you know um, we, we are staying in this place since for like 20 over years so I want to earn enough to maybe like we can renovate the house as well so like they can have like a nicer place to be and things like that and it it's a very different type of happiness compared to uh, traveling and when I see them feeling proud of me for my parents was was never proud of me actually I was the whole like traveling artist thing and they think like their son is a joke so like when they got me right it's it's like you got the look in Ayato's banner <laughs> <laughs> I was their like I was their coaching man I was their I was their 50-50 <laughs> so anyway like aside from the Genshin <laughs> the Genshin reference for those who don't know like uh, if you lose a 50-50 you don't get the banner character in a gacha game so in this gacha game I'm not the character that my parents want would like to you know I'm not the poster child because I'm not the like oh I go to work and you know give my parents my money and and be their good son Uh, it took me a while it took me a while to get on that route but I was a lot on like I want to travel I want to see the world I want to express myself through arts I want to like show the world like my my struggles my thoughts I I, want to ask the world so many questions even if the world doesn't answer us back, I want to keep asking questions and I want to make people ask themselves questions as well through writing, through vlogging, creative media, through storytelling, narrative and I think I just didn't think about a lot of things on the other side as well like the whole, yeah. you know, um, sometimes, okay maybe in Asia culture, you know, back to what we were talking initially like 
maybe an Asia culture, our happiness sometimes is a little bit linked or correlated to our parents or our family's happiness. Like, I will be happy if my family is happy. I'll be happy if like my loved ones are happy. Or like, mm-hmm. I feel being, feeling happy for someone is a sort of happiness as well for me. I'm not sure how you look at it. But seeing like, for example, a friend of mine found love or like a friend of mine um, finally did something that uh, he wanted to do or she wanted to do, that makes me yeah. feel happy for them. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe it's like an INFJ thing that to feel that like I, I, I can take in a lot of emotions, I guess, from what people go through sometimes. Yeah. Do do yeah. you would you feel like that? As well it, by any chance, yeah. Well, there was one time that uh which is very recent. That you can feel like uh, there's nothing going on your way. Like uh, mm-hmm. you're at this age, you should be, you know, okay with your job, mm-hmm. marrying someone, having a kid, not really holding on to non tangible things like a hobby, games, which I'm heavily into games, okay? <laughs> so. At least, I mean, it, you, you have Ayato now, I mean. Oh yeah, so, I have Ayat. <laughs> maybe <laughs> your your family your family should meet him. I'm not sure if you've considered that. But. Uh, and I feel like I was so exhausted yeah. that um mm-hmm. you kind of hear it every day those kind of comments and I feel like uh, I needed space. Then I have it. It's very. I I think I mentioned that um they went away for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and. I really thought hard about it. That um, marrying is good, but um, I I had that plan with my with my significant other. But mm-hmm. I used to love that plan that you go go progress with the relationship and all. But at mm-hmm. the same time, at the back of my mind, it's like, is this really what you want or? Um, you simply still need more time to to define yourself like that. Like you don't even have your purpose, and suddenly you're going into this pathway that would define you as like. Mm-hmm. I mean, marriage is not just the two of you. You'd soon be a mom, or you'll have yeah. a kid, right? And yeah. are you really ready for that? I'm really thinking hard. I mean, um, speaking of that, I I think I saw your your profile saying you're INFJ. It's very yeah. interesting because INTJ. I am INTJ. <laughs> oh really? I'm a thinker. I think so so much that it drives me crazy sometimes. I think. <laughs> INTJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really nice, really nice. So. Okay. Well, at least that's my latest MBTI. Um, mm-hmm. So you're not so... ready to be Mrs. Kamisato yet? <laughs> and hi, Don <laughs> Fox. <laughs> no, I, I really want that. But, you know, you get to think about life. You, there are some things that you 
really can't do anymore when you have a family like uh it is like how you yeah yeah and i'm just new in in these things like uh I I don't do I mean I still have my job apart from content creating so Mm-mm. I kind of like it that I'm doing this I enjoy it but the thing is if I am going to head that I'm not sure if I can keep up with all the things that I'm doing now yeah Mm-mm. but I get I get that marriage is good of course and I want to be with that person that I love right but mm-hmm. I I can't I feel like I, If I'm going that route, I'm not giving my 100% and I don't like it. That's the hesitancy there. Oh wow, that's a yeah. really nice thought of thought actually because I didn't have this kind of thought at first because I I was a hopeless romantic. I thought I'm going to meet that one girl and then she's going to sweep me off my feet and then I'm going to sweep her off hers and then we're going to I I was so obsessed with my happily ever happily ever after back then. Mm. <laughs> And I, I didn't thought much actually, but it is actually after that breakup. You know that you know just now I was talking about that breakup, right? That made yeah. me like, let me me think about, um, think about things like, uh, what do I want? What do I actually like? Because back then I just follow her, you know, like whatever she do, then I'll just follow her and and I'll do it. <laughs> and it's I think after that that I realized like, I yeah. What what is it that I want or what is it that I like, and uh, I I feel that like I I didn't really explore all of that, so that actually made me go on to traveling, so that was actually one of like the the best gifts that she gave to me after we yeah. break up because she she allowed me to to grow my own wings and and see the world. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to experience things. With uh, with someone, especially with traveling and all, but you know what? Um, with all those travelings, I was just with with friends, and uh, somehow there are times that I think that why didn't he go with me? You know, it's uh, it's not like I'm traveling alone. I'm with friends, and um, I have that. I have that going on for a while, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. nice that he is like. Joining recently and my and my friends' activity, but uh, yeah, we're we're trying to get there. <laughs> oh my god, we are in a relationship topic now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 interesting because I I feel that relationship is something that uh, it links very closely mm. with happiness. Be it relationship with someone else or in the case of self love, like a relationship with yourself. Because I think that uh, there's always a relationship somewhere, and we we have to learn how to um, manage that, um, have the appropriate boundaries. I mean, when it comes to people to people relationship, or like establish some sort of uh, um, communication system where the both parties get to really like you know. Uh, be themselves while still be, be being comfortable with being vulnerable, and and I feel yeah that that's that's very important. Yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of true. Oh, 
they were saying something interesting in the chat actually. Yeah, do you, do you, you wanna would... <laughs> read that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean read something by John, John says Fox. like Yeah. Having having a family sounds cool, but owning a plane is cooler. But yeah. Exy says owning a plane is cool, but maintaining it though, which is also expensive, as you can see, just like a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else? Okay, listen to this. A relationship is nice. I love cuddling and kissing, but I mean, you can lose feelings, right? And I mean, like. A car, plane, house can be fixed. If you lose feelings, you can fix that. Am I right? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's well, point taken. But you know, uh, oh wait, I I don't know how to say that. <laughs> okay, I I feel that like uh, losing feelings is really hard to be fixed mm -hmm. because I I do met. I I have met people who lose feelings and tries, and they still try. Mm. Um, um, my even my own family. I mean, I don't come from a perfect family, and my my uh my dad and my mom didn't have the perfect relationship. So, even very early on in the relationship, maybe back then in our previous generation, mental health. It's not such a thing, and people are more towards collective goals. So when it comes to families, always very oriented to the children. So my mom actually, um, long story short, my mom actually stayed with my dad because of me and my brother, my little brother, younger brother. So you know, like my family, and I think it's also because of just like for older people. I feel that they get to fix it somehow in a way yeah. even though like it can be fixed but there are like things whereby for example they they have a kid and there are certain goals that they can work towards too and at some point at that point of time maybe feelings might not be their priority or having feelings might not be something but whereas like the well-being of the child or like the happiness of the child or like the quality of life for the child is something more important or like you know is my kid Getting fat, uh, is my kid getting you know like education, yeah, and um, well that's also can be quite tricky because if you lose feelings, then your tendency to stay committed to, you know, to to fulfill the goals, yeah, waver, you know, in a way. So Xy said, uh, I meant, I mean, trust comes with those feelings. Whether in the good or bad times, I don't know. It's a, it depends. Hard to say and objectify. Yeah, I think it's hard. I mean, if it, I mean, if we're gonna move on to like trust, I feel that trust is um, <laughs> very different from people. So uh, I can just go ahead and ask, like you know, chilly question, like, um, since we're on trust, right? Like, yeah, can you forgive someone who cheats, or what's your opinion on someone who cheats? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Right? <laughs> yeah, someone. I, I don't think I can. I mean, I can forgive myself for being an idiot, choosing that someone had cheated on me. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's right off the bat, you know. I was able to experience that. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
before. Okay. Way, yeah. way back. Like, uh, I was in this relationship with my ex, and that, that was like, uh, I think f- reaching four months. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, I was really in love with this guy, and then I just found out, like, you know, <laughs> he wasn't with me because he's with another person. And I, that was mm. already caught. So. I don't think I don't think it's a nice feeling. I just ended it right then and there. And the other person realized what that they did wrong trying to get back and all. But I feel like if you really forgive them, you're you have to forgive yourself too. Yeah. So in a way, you can close it peacefully without uh without Sending too much drama, but mm-hmm. I don't think I gotcha. there would be a second chance for that person. Yeah, forgiving, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, but um, forgiving in a sense that um, that's towards myself, not to the other person, because mm-hmm. I need peace. I mean, I would choose peace anytime, yeah. and and I don't, less drama for me is okay. So I would just uh. Say part ways immediately, rather than staying and suffering. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If someone achieves, but I, I kind of do have trust issues before. Somehow it still triggered sometimes. But uh, I think compared to myself in my younger twenties, it's. I think I have better handle in trust <laughs> trusting people now. <laughs> Do do you see the trust issues? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not so much anymore. I mean, I I learned how to at least trust people moderately. <laughs> moderately, I think that yeah, that's yeah. a very good word. I, I think I've been through something similar with you as well. Um, mm-hmm. was in a relationship with someone, and this person that I was about to fall in love with is uh. Is kind of like a chronic cheater. Oh. And very dramatic life. So she, she was, she was in a re- relationship and then she got cheated on and then, she cheated on, the guy's new girlfriend with him, you know. And then she, yeah, very very messy person, and. For some odd reason, I. I fell for her. I mean, aside from the cheating, she she has a really amazing personality. She has a really like you know, like a very beautiful smile. Like when she smiles, her eyes disappear. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> and uh, but yeah, it's not. She's not exactly like I wouldn't say I fell for her like physically. It's just that like uh, we reconnected on on a very different. Frequency, that that's very intimate and private to us, but then again, like uh, because she's something like a fuck girl kind of thing. Uh, I believe she ha- she do have her issues, and then uh, she sort of cheated. When I found out, I was I was really really broken, and I was really broken before. So mm-hmm. this is my second and my last relationship. Um. I. I couldn't forgive her, 
I couldn't forgive myself to forgive her as well and I couldn't let her go as well so that's the hard part because she she was really begging me to stay and then I did and we tried to make it work for like the past year <coughs> and trust me I I gave her hell for like that 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 year and I don't even mean it because I get so anxious whenever like she disappear because that day she disappeared and then you know something happened so whenever she disappear and then I'll feel you know that feeling will creep on me and there's a voice in my at the back of my head saying like you know uh she's likely cheating on you right now again you know that kind of stuff so it's it was a very terrible year for me to go through I mean we do have our happy times it's just that when I was like really insecure and stuff it makes me feel like I'm I'm suffocating and it's one of the worst feelings very it's it felt like when you get curtain and yeah it may go spanner like the the utter betrayal that you felt from from Genshin from Hoyoverse I I just I just can't I, I, I can't do with this <laughs> but yeah aside from the Genshin reference for some giggles I yeah I, I do feel like uh I, I hated myself for putting, <laughs> for putting myself through this and allowing her to put herself through this as well because I, I did I really did say some unkind things to her like you know like uh, like you better don't let me catch you doing it or like if you want to do it then don't let me catch you doing it you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and because of that right it makes me feel like as long as I know that she will cheat I won't get hurt but then again like I'm hurt because we're still together right I'm not moved on right and yeah I'm with this person knowing that she would cheat anytime or accepting oh, no. that she can cheat anytime and it was a very toxic and unhealthy relationship yeah, yeah. The, the trust yeah. issues there that's the yeah. saddest thing you know when you it is it is when you lose issues. yourself yeah so only really commit to a Genshin character when you are on guarantee. Never, never trust fifty-fifty. Anyway, that aside, to what Dr- to what Dropbox said, said uh, everyone, you know, look, everyone have has trust issues, but there is one person who will listen to us and want to be with us. But we need to see that one person is the right one, and a lot of people don't see that. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure like uh, but please feel free to say what you think because I, I feel that like uh, I need a lot of help when it comes to trust issues because I, I do have like a lot of trust issues I I don't know how bad is yours Jelly like for me right I'll always see the best in a, in a person until I caught that person doing something unkind right then I'll yeah. think the worst of the person like oh. I'll really literally think right this person is like up to no good this person is down to like cause hurt or like or like this person is is here to make everybody's lives miserable yeah okay you suddenly like uh <laughs> yeah I, I kind of get that feeling you know um you think the best of them until there's one tiny bit that they yeah, messed up and bit. you think you think they do it all the time and i, yeah, yeah, they do it all the time. I, I try not to 
think too much about it even if I'm a thinker because I I go in <laughs> I go crazy mode and I yeah, I, I do, things. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same, same here. Mm-hmm. So for people uh, who agree with us, right, especially you, right? I mean, okay, never mind. You, you let you say first because I'm gonna like say something weird. But yeah, you can say you can't. You continue first. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, you're uh, saying, Chili. No, I I have really terrible trust issues before, like uh. It kind of reflected because the relationship that I'm in right now, we started off as friends and I was in a relationship before this person <laughs> and mm. they kind of know how, I, how how I, you know, when you share things when you're, when you're fr- with your friend about the things that you don't like in the mm. relationship and mm. the other person knows how paranoid you are, how mm. you think that and it's kind of pressuring to the other person and you just need to find that other person who is not pressured that much and can handle mm-hmm. your craziness so it's yeah, kind of cheesy craziness. you know <laughs> but that's actually what happened and it's not cheesy at all chili <laughs> and chili well, goes the best with cheese right chili cheese yeah <laughs> chili <laughs> okay, okay, that 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 aside, but yeah, it, please don't think that it's cheesy because I feel that like uh, I I do have my own like craziness as well, like I do have times where I think the worst of a of a person, and I think it's it's a lot more apparent when I like that person, be it romantically mm-hmm. or not romantically, because I do have trust issues for some friends as well, like when I hurt them or when I see them doing something that is not that is unkind or like if I heard someone you know doing something unkind or said something unkind like genuinely unkind and I, I yeah then it makes me look at them with a different lens I, I'll be a lot more cautious with that person yeah but yeah I think uh, that's normal to be cautious because you know once you hint or feel that there's something is off then all of your senses if you can't see it in front of you all of your senses yeah. would still alert you and um, I think that's still normal what's um, actually different is if you add more to it like you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that you're more to it than what you are sensing but that's so, the thing that's the thing like it's it's so scary, like you know, back to the you know, like the to the cheating thing, right? I don't know when she she cheat again, you know, that 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 feeling. Yeah. And then I'm just being with her, and and it felt like a time bomb, on of on on all angles. And to put it on the funny side, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like if you catch someone, sh- you know, who shit in his pants, right? His or her pants, right? The person is not likely gonna shit on his or her pants <laughs> again. The person will be more careful, right? But the thing is, like you're just dying. Waiting for the next time you catch this person shit his or her pants, yeah. <laughs> it's just so scary. It's like, it's like the whole like you know the cat with the laser pointer thing. And yeah, but um, yeah. be careful not to be like judgmental, mm. cause the, uh, I mean it's hard. Mm. You know, it's easy to say mm. don't be judgy, but in you know human mm. nature is judgy, and mm. people still need to learn how to not be judgy because it happens all the time i mean i'm i for one (laughs) always Mm. say that but it's hard sometimes and what if the other person really was trying not to cheat and you know 
you mm-hmm. yeah i mean you just met them and you i mean there is like a a reputation for example of that person can mm. are we it, i think it's not fair to tie that person as a cheater already by that reputation you can be cautious right but yeah. you know, but at the same time you i mean so long this is not happened mm. to you which is that but i'm not saying to completely trust the person that's that's where <laughs> mm. you, you know um something like that oh we got raided <laughs> yeah yeah we got we got raided and yeah thanks people for the raid oh my god that's a lot uh Welcome, welcome yes. readers. Welcome readers. <laughs> it's uh, a few. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I okay. I feel that to this right. It's like. I I understand the whole you know reputation thing and, to give credit to my ex right she. She actually uh. I feel that she really tried, and I think nearing the end of our relationship she really did love me, like. Mm-mm. You know now I'm saying like, I'm having ghost bumps like yeah she I feel like she really truly loved me even though things happened and yeah but I, but did she I actually live up to the expectation of cheating or you're just um really having trust issues So uh, after like you know I caught her Mhm once and then it, so initially you know I said she's like a fucker and all and yeah. I maybe I thought I could change her I'm not sure maybe I thought uh. like I'm I'm that special person you know I'm that person who gonna <laughs> drew Excalibur oh, no. I'm the person who who who's, who can get yai miko the because everybody got their complex. own yai miko yeah What what about me? You know, like everyone have their own yai miko, and I, I want a yai miko of myself as well. But I, I guess, uh, I guess not everyone gets yai miko. <laughs> That's the <laughs> not not everyone gets a yai miko. <laughs> People oh, are listening no. to this. You you guys may not get it, but it's just a reference towards like not everyone gets a uh, gets the other half. But I I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, sometimes catching is okay, right? <laughs> I, I'm not sure about catching. I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure about that. I don't, I don't even think we should um, mention, you know, that uh, <laughs> that person, <laughs> that person. Oh, <here>. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's 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 like uh, I yeah. But then again, like you know, back to that reference, right? I feel that like. It's okay to be alone sometimes as well. Uh, I know, like um, Ron Fox says, like you know, I won't be alone forever. And um, well, thanks for thinking so highly of me because I I don't think I'm that cool actually. And I I used to be a bit. I mean, I used to be a lot, you know, towards the people pleaser because I want people to like me. I I want people to be with me, you know, not romantically, but like you know, hang out with me. And mm-hmm. I think over time, I just kind of like yeah, I got. I get tired of pleasing people sometimes, and uh, I think it's making me happy but not happy at the same time. Because sometimes, you know, in certain social groups, we have to compromise or we have to change ourselves to fit in, and that 
or to get accepted and that's not something that I enjoy over long term and yeah. um, well over to you know what that I used to think like you know I need someone so I can feel like you know whole and not incomplete but then again I need to think that I am you know like complete myself like I don't need someone else to validate my existence or I need someone to like you know let me know that I'm perfect you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah yeah I think that's I think that that is better because you know there are some friend groups that you just classify to them like you have a family oriented friend group you have like a gaming friend group uh what else <laughs> uh mm. yeah different different types and sometimes mm. you don't notice that you yourself just shared uh a specific portion of you not everything so what's um what's confusing there is are you really sharing the whole you mm. to them or did they just associate you and define them and you stick with it yeah yeah that's kind of that's kind of really different when you when you actually um, share or make friends with someone like when you allow them to see the whole you I don't think everyone does that I mean there's still always something that no one can see you know the oh wait this is like the Joharis window right like the four windows in psychology and how you see or perceive yourself like um there's mm-hmm. this version of you that only you you know and what others think of you and then mm-hmm. yeah how you view yourself how others think of you how the how do you want to portray yourself outside and what now it's the fourth one i forgot the fourth one <laughs> uh wait um let me think about that no worries take your time because <laughs> it's really hard because I, i feel that because all the more like this whole thing is done like offhand Uh, I, I I like how we we came across all these topics as well because like all the while I mostly I have been doing podcast recording by myself but having you know someone to talk to and have like a more active conversation it's very different compared to like uh, compared to like when I am um, you know just talking to myself and then be done in around 10-20 minutes yeah but it's actually amazing how you you spontaneously talk um for for a certain topic in 15 to 20 minutes i mean it's kind of hard i tried extemporaneous speech before and i had to really think hard what i can say in a speech right <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, it worked out some well uh it, it worked out sometimes but not every time I think. Mm. I do get it, and I think like it's it's um easier in a way like if we are not rehearsed, Mm-mm. because I feel that we are able to process our thoughts on hand, and we are able to be uh, be able to express ourselves more freely. I feel if it makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does make sense. Oh wait, I remember now. That okay. that that Johari's window is like the four things. So yeah. if you you list out again. Yeah. So yeah, open X. self, like you know to self information about you that both you and others know. Um, mm -hmm. The second is the blind self. It's uh, information about you that you don't know but others know. Like you may not notice yourself but they already associated you with that mm -hmm. whatever thing it is. And the hidden self is like the information about you that only you know but others don't. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the fourth one that I forgot is like information about you that you yourself don't know and others don't know and sometimes it comes out in very very interesting places like emergency cases or something that triggered flight fight or flight mm -hmm. scenarios emergency scenarios anyway depends so i think not mm -hmm. everyone is uh, showcasing this particular type of seeing yourself when you are having or making friends, right? Mm -hmm. Not all people do that. Well, if it's that easy, I think everyone would have like a long-term relationship with friends. And you don't get to be typecasted to someone, ah, this guy's funny, ah, this guy's the dramatic one, and whatever, so on and so forth. It's kind of damaging to the image as well, that someone is trying to associate you with a particular trait that you yourself is not really like that like for example um do you have like nicknames with your friends and you somehow just accepted the nickname because it's everyone's calling you that already with that fan group mm -hmm. and you can't really change it mm -hmm. yeah that happened to me <laughs> the 10 people tend to uh to give me nicknames there was a point that i just you know accepted it all like uh, so i don't i don't feel hurt if i'm if i'm used to it but that's kind of a bad thing too because you can't really change it long term mm, do you do you like uh i don't know, speak up at, at a point or like mean after that i mean it kind of uh, at first, no. It kind of just spread out within the friend group. And I was like, you know, they were just calling me this nickname because I allowed them, them only. And then I just shortened it within the friend group. <laughs> so they stopped calling. I mean, the other people that is not part of that friend group stopped calling me the nickname. I still don't um, like it. I just got used to it. <laughs> do they still call you that now? Yeah, kind of. You're gonna stop it tomorrow, okay? Actually, <laughs> we, we... You know, the, the reason why... Do you believe in the universe? That the reason why the universe made us have this talk is to eventually came to this point where you come clean that you haven't <laughs> shared, that you haven't stood up for yourself and tonight we are going to give you all the strength you need. Oh. You go and chat, please, yeah. Oh, give no. Chili some strength. To, to stand up against her friend group who, who I, have been addressing her in ways that <laughs> is not defining. It's time to break that window, guys. And I, I feel that it's, it's something like that because 
I do also have um, friend groups where um, they view me in in this certain way, or they have like a very strong impression about me. So, for example, like uh, I have this friend group that they the way they behave kind of felt like you know those kind of jocks in U- the U.S. and like the whole like douchey kind of you know, and some of them they can the way they talk can be a little objectifying. So, yeah. like uh, I mean, especially you know, it comes with females or girls, ladies, and. And uh, the group consists of you know like mostly of like you know fuck boys and some uh, otaku like you know otaku kind, so it's very extreme ends where both kind of like um, objectify girls. So you know like some of them do do have very opinionated views, yeah, on when it comes to how like uh, a female should be treated and all. So um, I. Initially, like so, like uh, well, I didn't thought I would be talking about this because just it just kind of come out so as well. So they have certain impression about me, you know. Firstly, and um, you know, even though like I I laugh along at at the same thing doesn't mean that I'm them. But then again, like like you said, when you say you're allowing yourself to be like that, then I do you know allow myself to to be put in the same bag. You know, you get what I mean, and I. By not correcting them, I allow myself to to be like that. So even when I got together with my you know like second ex girlfriend, she she wasn't let's let's just say like she wasn't aesthetically um, pleasing to their standards. They have like you know pretty high standards, and mm-hmm. they keep comparing her with my first ex girlfriend, which yeah. it's. Not very nice, even though like you know, I mean, I don't really, I mean, looks doesn't take up a lot of weightage, you know. And uh, she's just a bit meaty, you know, like a bit meaty, yeah. Oh well, she's still a pole dance instructor, so she's not exactly unhealthy. She's she's just yeah a bit bigger, and they tend to you know make fun and. I, you know, I just allowed them to, until one day I. I felt like very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like because they, they then they you know. Like when it comes to, for example, like bigger size people, then they like to as, associate traits like oh, uh, this person must have liked to eat a lot of things. You know that's why she's like that. It's a very unhealthy way to you know, uh, have that, and one day I just said like. Have you ever thought like uh, the reason why I actually like her is like you know I I've seen uh, like parts of her or sides of her that like you guys uh, never see, and it it goes beyond the facade or like the look compared to because they are quite they're quite materialistic as well or like they are quite um, superficial yeah I was looking for that word when it comes to loving a person so to them a person must be deemed uh, aesthetically to a certain standards which uh, I find it uh, it can be quite unhealthy or like even people who claim that they don't go by looks but their standards is like Well, when you see, you know. So like, yeah, it's it's just because of things like that, and 
yeah, what you said just kind of made me think, and I I may have like you know allow them to you know like uh, back then make fun of uh, my ex girlfriend's uh, looks, and I thought by just by laughing along, then they will stop doing it. But I'm actually mm-hmm. allowing them to you know, I'm even acknowledging it, and giving them like the power to you know, or like the free pass to keep doing it. Yeah, um, I mean, the nickname is actually endearment to another girl, so we call uh, each other. Um, let's just say Darla. Darla is like the name, and uh, in the Philippines there was this uh, public person who is uh, assistant of the very famous person, and they call it that person names Darla. So it's like. It's like a connotation that if you call that person Darla, it's like your assistant. But the meaning of Darla is not actually bad, you know. Um, if you if you Google it, the name of the name Darla is is pretty nice actually. Uh, oh, wait, what does it mean again? <laughs> See, I. Oh uh, wait, wait. Darla is like um darling or dearly beloved or whatever, and I kinda learned how to accept it within the friend group. But it started, the people outside the friend group started calling me that. I called them out because you know that's an endearment within our group. You don't get to call me that because we're not close. That's what I told the other persons, persons because mm-hmm. it's a lot, and the other people. <laughs> What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. It it was kind of nice, and then I clarified that to the friend group, like, uh, you know, I'm getting uncomfortable. You guys calling me this, and mm-hmm. and then they kind of open like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't, because you know we kind of trying to get close to you, within the friend group. That's why we call you that, and they sort of allowed me to use the same banter with them. Like the other person calls another name, but not their name. They allowed me to do that in exchange of calling me that name. So I allowed it within the friend group. I think that's better, fair, fair exchange. You should receive a yeah. dollar for every time they call you. And <laughs> you have no, a no, dollar like... job, like a dollar job, a pun intended, a dollar job. And job. every year you're gonna spend, yeah. You can use that money and take everyone out for dinner. I think that would be really yeah. wholesome. And they are paying for their mm. own dinner and yours. <laughs> you see. Yeah, you should. Let's, uh, you should. You can propose this to them tomorrow. <laughs> when, when someone starts calling you by that name. Mm. Yeah. You can... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. They do call me and my real real name nickname, but. Uh... You know my mm. real name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, I do. But, I, but for compi- conf- confidentially uh, sick. Confidentially sick. For the sake of privacy, shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, you shall be rena- You shall re- re- remain as chilly or uh, whichever persona that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I think it's also like speaking of this, like I I know like a lot of VTubers they don't really like, uh, want, their want their like um, a face or identity to to be out there, 
but uh, I don't know um, for me I don't really like care care in a way like because I also do other content stuff so like uh, usually like yeah if, if you look enough or if you look hard enough then you'll be able to see like what I look like or what's my more personal social media platform like Instagram you know that kind of stuff so Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I I don't also mean it that way. I mean, I don't mm. really completely hide in the in online world. Um, I still have like the very. I used to make a lot of TikTok videos, so I still have that um, yeah. on that TikToker? platform. <laughs> Are you a famous <laughs> TikToker? No, I let's just say I did a lot of those contents last year last two years <laughs> oh, uh, what, what made you stop then maybe you, you can share uh, were you happy were you in a state of happiness when I was doing TikTok yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sort of do you feel um, do you feel purposeful do you feel you have a purpose that time but yeah. not now I think oh. it's not that relevant to me so I just kept the videos that's still re- relevant to me nowadays. Oh, but, but what happened that made you like maybe stop TikTok? I don't know like the the joy is not the same anymore like I got busy with I got busy when we hit it off again with work with the pandemic um, it's still there but you know the work proce- proceeds and Things are getting back to normal, and I kind of like, oh, this this we hit an impasse with TikTok. I still wanna keep it, cause I, um, but at the mm. same time, I don't do it that often, like daily daily videos, not anymore. I just still view. Yeah, but mm. but the I feel like the I'm not completely done with it. You don't do it anymore. Like, it's not completely unlike. I I don't know how to call it actually. Like uh, like the interest was uh, uh faded. Mm What else? Yeah, I well, I think that that's also. I mean, that'll be a, a huge, huge other topic altogether about how like you know um our passion yeah kind of change over time as we grow oh. and that's i think happiness itself is a is a very huge web of topics yeah that, uh, we can go into yeah. yeah but just to give context about b2bing i feel like um i found some some other streamers who do on cam on other platforms and i feel like uh, the people that watch them doesn't really sometimes focus on the content that they show. So if so, when I started streaming, I decided to just have a VTube so they can focus on what I'm trying to play rather than myself. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually the purpose of it. Okay, I understand. Yeah. And yeah, I think uh, I. Surprisingly, I enjoy VTubing a lot. Even though 
uh, I, I tried on you know VTubing to to show like people of my community how like you know to stream and all but I, I really did enjoy the whole streaming process the whole journey the whole how like I get to learn so much um, from this and I get to meet so many amazing people I mean you yourself included and everyone's here and people who have been like supporting this space or people who has been here like empowering the the whole lot of us and allowing us to continue you know um, express ourselves or to use this space for entertainment and um, and also to wrap up like in pursuit of like you know happiness so it's yeah it's really been like a, an amazing journey so far and before we go can can I inquire this is a since it's a Twitch special what's the little man beside you like this <laughs> this man huh? we're just gonna have it big night now you're looking at the street <laughs> hey what's that little <laughs> is it the dancing man I know <laughs> yeah I'm curious uh... yeah <laughs> The, the little, the little man. Oh wait, man. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, uh, that's a Rosie that's said a bunny girl. <laughs> that's a what? That's a small chili. <laughs> yeah, so the it's a small right. chili. Wait, so which is chili? So, so you are supposed no, to be I'm the chili. small man. No, actually, it's like, it's like a a guardian to me. <laughs> it's a Sorry? minion fairy, maybe. I'm chili and my chat calls that cheese. <laughs> oh, but wait, but initially what what made you create two characters? So I won't be alone. Yeah. So you won't be alone? <laughs> mm Oh, but well, you you'll never be alone here, Chili. <laughs> so you can remove that fake friend you have now. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll just make her a pet. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. Any. Anyway. Um. Hi. Uh. Claudia. Claudia. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Uh. Yeah. I was just a bit curious on that because I. I. When I came to your stream, that's something that. Uh. Well. As per you know, Night Fade and. Uh. Rosie said like yeah. I. We. I never know what is it and I never you know ask. Mm. You about this now. Oh my God! You look so huge. You see, I have to look up at look up to you to talk to you. Gee. <laughs> Chili, oh my oh, god, no. why are you so huge? Why, why are you so big? We I'm, in a the... I'm a giant chili now. Yeah, it feels like I... we're in Alice in Wonderland and you just... Please, please don't step on me. Please step oh. On. Oh, 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 you're, you're really small now, you're really small. small. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, Chili, it, it, it's alright man, don't, don't, don't be down. It's alright. It's alright, Chili. <laughs> right, you, you can you can make friend with my with my friend. Your little friend can make <laughs> Yeah, you can you can be on top of my head now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And yeah, uh anyway we we kinda have like a a podcast episode today, uh Claudia, uh, since you're new here and we were talking a bit on um happiness. So uh, Sugo actually asked us uh, what's you know happiness to us and uh, to summarize we actually talk a bit on you know um, 
happiness, trust issues, and how we. I kind of forgot what we talk about somewhat, but I remember the four the four windows about how you know we see ourselves and how we, uh, how others see us and how we you know sometimes allow people to force us through you know their lens, and mm-hmm. by not you know speaking up, we actually allow them to re reinforce certain assumptions or impressions they have of us, which might not be really healthy. For ourselves and our mental health, so um, I I'm I'm dying trying to remember, but yeah, uh, and and also I do remember the Genshin references about how not everyone gets a yay miko, and that's okay. And uh, sometimes losing fifty fifty might not be the worst thing after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Th- thanks, Claudia. I, I, thanks for finding it really deep because I'm glad you get the Yai Miko reference, even though you're new mm. here. Yeah, please don't cry. T- tonight, no one's crying tonight. Okay, Chili. Okay. <laughs> t- t- tomorrow you're gonna stand up to your friends, okay, and tell them, please call me Chili. <laughs> or please call me Cheese. And and I think it's it's nice like I I think it's really nice to have you like um here you know like talking with us and I I like how like you you are very open to share uh the things you have been through especially like your thoughts and I I like how like you are a- as vulnerable as I am in uh in this session. <laughs> because it's, I think it's not easy for someone to share about a lot of things. Like for example, like being a victim of bullying, like it, it's, yeah. it's it might not be something that someone wanna share, or it might not be an impression that someone wants to or like to put out. So, it's it's something, and I I strongly believe this wouldn't be our last session. And let me maybe perhaps also work something out because. I actually wanted a session whereby like people can share or like you know any of their thoughts or some problems, or anything, anything that they would like like you know, a two cents or a take on, and then we. Uh, I wanted. I mean, it would be nice if we can get a bunch, you know, more more opinions, or it could just be us hosting the session, and then we can you know read out certain things, and chat can also react to yeah. to what we think about certain things. Um, yeah, yeah. Feel feel free to yeah. Uh, give us a bit more you know, um, deep questions. Yeah, the next session we can we can do something similar. I I think it's it's kind of nice like that. And uh, yeah, I'm just really grateful for this session. We actually have two episodes of podcast here. Yeah, that's like. Well, uh, thank wrong. you for having me. <laughs> Yeah, I I I I should thank you for you know um reaching out uh, listening to catching my podcast and eventually we have this kind of this collab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we can we can just do like a cut take so then we can resume normal streaming shenanigans like mahjong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway, um, we will see you guys in the next episode of this. We would uh me Chili and I will think of a name for this. It will be like a. A different, 
thing, but it's still something along the line of right off the bat. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Okay. Bye. Yeah, Chili, say bye. Say bye, bye. Chili. Bye. Bye. Okay.